You're listening to the Breakaway Breakdown podcast, where we bring you interviews with some of the top ropers in the country, news about what's going on in the fastest sport on dirt, training tips for you and your horses, and so much more. I'm your host, Casey Allen. Let's jump in. You guys, I could not be more excited to share today's guest with you. This is a guest that I have been wanting to have on the breakdown since I took over as host. She is an 18-time world champion. She's won some in the breakaway, the tie-down, the team roping, and the all-around, and she has been doing it since the 1990s. She is also a three-time national finals of breakaway roping qualifier. She's a mom, she's a wife, she's a business owner, and she is one of the fastest throwing ropers in the game. All of this combined with her insanely big personality, amazing energy, and unique style have made her one of the most recognizable female ropers in the world. That's right, I am so excited to tell you guys that I got JJ Hampton on the breakdown. Now, in typical JJ fashion, sounds like she was on the move during this interview, so if you hear some background noise on her part, don't sweat it. Either way, it's an interview you don't want to miss. If you have been looking for a mental reset, JJ's words of encouragement are all you need. I want to thank Fastback Ropes for making this episode possible, and I'm going to tell you more about their products at the commercial break. Without further ado, let's have some fun, you guys, and jump right in. Hello. Good morning. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you doing today? Good. What you got on the schedule? Have you got a chance to breathe yet? Um, no, I'm, I never slow down, so I'm always slammed and busy and doing stuff, and yeah. I gotcha. So I I think not everybody knows, and I wanted to make sure we started with this, that you are a businesswoman as well as a breakaway roper. Yes, ma'am. Um, I'm a real estate broker and own my own company, J.J. Hampton Realty. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a good business to be in when you're gone because I have really good help, but it, then it's still hard because... You know, people want to work with you or whatever, but my team is really amazing, and they've helped me be able to rodeo. Awesome. How long have you had your own company? Oh, my gosh. You would ask me that. Um, (laughs) I'm terrible at dates. It's been a minute, though. (laughs) No, it's probably been four or five years. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. I've had a little while. I worked for my mom for a long time and then sometimes you got to spread your wings and fly and, and um, that's what we did awesome so I want to kind of start at the beginning with you if that's okay and kind of talk about how you got into roping if you started in breakaway and what your early career kind of looked like well um, my dad the late Johnny Wayne Hampton is uh, he, he rodeoed and um, I grew up villain he rodeoed and it was just something that um i always wanted to do uh, I, I didn't really know anything different um i started competing when i was four in the flag race um and then i started roping when i was about six years old i uh i wasn't real good at roping um my dad had me on these high-powered horses and to be honest i, I couldn't catch so um <laughs> It was uh, very trying, I guess, when I first started to do this because um, 
I mean, I didn't catch. He really, my dad never thought that I would catch a cat. I, I wasn't very good at it. But um, perseverance pays off in anything you do. And um, here I am where I'm at today. I mean, that was when I was six. I'm 51 years old now. So, um, and I really didn't get good at breakaway rope until I would say college. Um, I always could catch fast. Um, and, and when I caught, I won. But I didn't catch a lot. So I was very inconsistent. And then I started, um, I'm really not sure what happened, but I started catching a lot more. And so I still don't catch as many as some people, but my percentage is way up. And, you know, when I catch, I, I usually win. I got you. Do you feel like you kind of have that go for broke mentality? Like you're going to take the shot and if it works out, it's cool. And if not, it will. Well, yeah, kind of. I just, I, I see a shot that other girls don't see. Like mm-hmm. lady asked me one time, she's like, how did you even know to throw there? Well, because I'm looking for my throw. And I'll see a shot that other girls will ride through just because I've practiced it. I know I can take it and I have confidence in it. I mean, I can reach. There's several girls that can have gotten where they can reach, but um, I've been doing it a long time like that. Um, so I think that I guess it is go for broke mentality, but um, I don't know. I practiced it, so it's not like. I'm aggressive roper, and I, I look for my shot, and then I take it. So it, it it does pay off, and it has paid off. I love the rodeo, and like the 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 part you were talking about, do or die. Yeah, I miss, and I probably handle missing better than anybody there is, or or whatever, because I don't. It doesn't. Yeah, do I like it? No, because my goal is to win. I don't want to go down there and be four flat and go. Oh my God, I mean, I, I get it. Sometimes you you are. But I feel like I can be fast on a cap that most girls can't because I can reach and I'll do things they won't try. And it, it works a lot for me. Yeah, I miss a lot, but when I catch one of those kids, I'm going to win. Whereas somebody else might not even throw their rope. Well, they're not going to win anyways, but I give myself a chance to win. And I teach that to girls all the time. You have to be willing to take chances in the breakaway to be successful. And you can't be upset yourself if you miss because you took a chance. I mean, you can't. Look, Columbus took a chance and look where, what that got him. And you, you have to be willing to not be so, I, I don't know, I, I, I think you have to be down with yourself enough to try things, and you can't just draw it if you mess up. Like, so what? I, I'm willing to just go out fighting, man. I mean, I'm going to try to win something. I can't may suck, but if anybody's going to win on it, I am because I'm going for it. And I'm not going to let some calf that's not the best taught me how to win it because they're not. I just feel like that that's a, a thing for some people. You know, you draw bad, they're already beat before they go in the box, and I just, I have a different mentality, and I think that's probably what makes me JJ. So, JJ, what most people might not realize is you won your first world championship in, like, 95, 96, and then you won a world championship 20 years later and dominated throughout that time, and then you're you're going to your third NFBR. So how have you maintained that dominance through over two decades of competition, because that's incredible to me. Well, you know, you, you try to get better, but I, I've taken two swings and thrown it for a long time. And I'm not going to say I'm the only one, but I started the fast breakaway roping because when I first was doing this and I made a run, nobody could beat me. I mean, they couldn't. Like, I, if I made a good run, I won it. And I didn't even have to look back, and it, it really happened. And now these girls have gotten so fast and so good that it's, it's closed the gap. But I'm still trying to learn and get better. But I'm very good at 
at my at what I do, two swings and throw it. Whereas if we go to a setup that's fast or, you know, people try to rush it because they're not used to throwing that way, and I think I just have confidence because I've roped that way for so long. Um, when you go to pro road, it's a little different. You take three swings, and so I've had to work on that to get better um, so that I could take three swings and still win. But I, I just think it's my my will to win that, that's keeping me from it because that's what I do. I, I rope to win, and I want to win, and I will um, – I work hard to, to try to do that. My husband, bless his heart, Ricky, he's a good guy because I might miss somewhere, and at 3 in the morning we come home, and I pin my calves and I rope. And he's like, honey, I said, I know, honey, i got to do this. And it's not because I can't rope. It's just for me it's a mental thing, and I've had more confidence when I fix whatever problem it is. And I don't mind getting up, crack it on, or roping at 3 in the morning when I get home from a rodeo if it makes me better. And so that's just kind of, I think I've always been that way when I was a kid and I, I want to do good and I want to win. And that's kept me, I mean, I, I, I'm really blessed. And I told Larry D the other day, I'm like, you know, how cool is it? We're 50 something years old. We're still roping at a level that we can hang with all these kids. I, I, I think it's pretty impressive. I mean, I, I know it's me and her, but you look back on it. There's not a lot of people who stay hooked this long and, and can compete and win, like you said, but um, I think it's your will, your desire, and, and that's how you keep going. I love that. And I think Breakaway is in such a unique place that, like, you and Larry D are, like, the legends of the sport, and you're still going out there, like you said, and competing with the girls that you brought up. I mean, that's – people don't realize that. You guys coached a lot of these girls. Yeah, I mean, there's a few of them, and I, I know that, I mean, everybody has their own style and their own thing, but for us to still be roping against them and winning and, and competing at this level is – I'm going to say it's pretty damn cool because it is. I know it's me, and I don't really think about stuff like that because that's not how my mind works. But I stepped back the other day, and I thought, you know, I've done three of these. I think there's only five of us that are three-timers. There's five girls that have made it all three times, and me and Larry D are two of them. That's awesome. So kind of like you said, you've never stopped learning. You're you're still going out there, you know, doing whatever it takes. Um and do you feel like you're still finding new things out about your roping or just kind of honing in on those original skills? Yeah, I mean, I have to be true to JJ and be me because I've tried to change some things that I went, oop, that, and I can't do that because that's not me. Like, I hold the saddle horn, and I, I, I can't change that. I think I can, I mean, I'm probably one of the fastest girls ever to come from the saddle horn, and I love that. I've tried not to at places because you need to, and occasionally I can't because sometimes when you got to be one six, you need to get your rope up. But then hell, I'll hold the saddle horn and be just as fast. So you gotta you gotta know to be you, and then work on other things to be faster. Uh, some things you cannot change. I mean, that's something that doesn't work for me. My timing gets off and my rope and stinks. But you gotta be you at the end of the day. And and my thing is, I I really can't watch all the other girls rope all the time because they they don't they don't rope like me. And if I get watching them I, I just i try to be jj all the time get better learn from stuff they do or learn from other people and what they do and and try to incorporate it but at the end of the day i gotta be jj and that's good enough and people i think girls need to realize that man you're good enough be you don't try to be somebody else because it's not gonna always it's not gonna work out for you be you and just get better that's awesome even the i think you told me the rope that you use is is pretty uh not standard with what most girls use today, right? You're still using the grass rope? No, I, I use a three-strand poly 10-5. Um, yeah, a little stiffer rope. Um, they don't make them as stiff as they used to, so I'm having to kind of use a, 
a little more limber rope, but my ropes are big. So girls don't come up and swing my ropes or ask me to use my ropes because <laughs> they just, it, it, it won't work for them. But it does for me. I mean, I, the way I bring my rope up and kind of really my first swing's hard, um, most of the ropes I'll back swing behind my head or something because I can't keep them open. So I just I use a 10-5, three-strand poly. And then um, something I wanted to touch on, I feel like your philosophy on how you ride your horses is really interesting. Can you explain kind of how you keep your horses working? Well, I mean, I, I wrote for me, and the thing is, if, if you do your job and you do not move, your horse does not know you're throwing your rope. That's why, I, for years, I've got by with my two swings and throw it because I don't move, and my horses don't know it's coming. I don't show them my rope. I don't show them I'm going to throw, and, and they work. So when I practice, I practice for me. And my horses, I guess I've rode horses that don't always stand good in the box or whatever, and my horses better be ready to go. And I know I like a certain field, but my horse can be t- their head turned or whatever. I just, I'm not a perfectionist. And when you win and you learn to win, you, you can get by with that. Like my horse doesn't have to be standing perfect in the box for me to know I'm going to win. My horses know I'm going to go, and they better have the butts ready, and they better fire. Um, and that's what I look at. I don't nitpick my horses and, and do all that stuff. Yeah, I want them. I mean, every once in a while, i got to tune them up and run them in there and, and track a calf. Don't get me wrong. But I just, I'm not, I don't pick at them, is what I say, because I, my horses know that they better be ready to go, and uh, we're fixing to go try to win something. And that, that's been my philosophy for a long time. I guess my horses have never... I have some really good ones now, and I've had some good ones the last few years. But when I started roping, my horses weren't the greatest, but I figured out how to win on them. And so that's what I do. Hey, guys. This episode is brought to you by Fastback Ropes. Fastback Ropes was created in 1995 with a single mission in mind, to build the best rope on the market. That will always be their number one goal, according to Fastback Ropes. They believe it's important to focus on building the best product possible and treat customers with the respect that they deserve. Now, besides being a great company, they feature two ropes that I think you breakaway ropers are going to like. The first is the Edge, a four-strand calf rope. It's made of texturized poly. It's a tough and durable rope that stands up in all conditions and outlasts the competition. The other rope that they've come up with is exclusively for breakaway ropers, unlike the Edge, which was offered to calf ropers previously. It's called the Athena. And besides being pink and having a purple dyed core, which is awesome, the poly core provides enhanced tip weight and durability. It's a tough and durable rope that stands up in all conditions and gives a snappy finish and close. Make sure to check out fastbackropes.com for more information and to get your ropes. And one thing I've always loved about you is I feel like you don't ever try to cover up who you are. You don't ever try to like hide your like excitement for things. I always think of the reaction that you had when you won Reno. I actually had saved the video to my phone. Um, Can you talk through what was going through your head when you won Reno the first year they had breakaway? Well, um, I I just, some people had said some stuff to me before we roped and I I don't, I don't know. I, I just, I was very, I'm very thankful that people add us. I think it's it's an amazing thing. Um, but for me to 40% I'm at Reno. Like literally, I won both all three rounds of the average. Like I I dominated uh, and and made some of the. I mean I don't know. People may never be too flat there again. And I was twice. Uh, it, it was just I don't know. It was really cool to me. And I thought 
I was excited for the whip victory because I honestly think I'm not an average roper, and I don't know that people thought I'd win that. Like, I really thought they thought I'd done my thing and I was done. And, um, but I wasn't. And so I just was, I'm excited when I win. I think you need to celebrate your victories. I mean, it's great for you to be all cool when you win and stuff. But to be <laughs> honest, we work hard for this. And I, I am a very excited person, and I am very enthusiastic. And so I, I don't really know where the hollering came from, but I just know that before I roped, I had already talked to the committee people, and they were they were cheering for me. They wanted me to win so bad. And I'm going to tell you, that's the coolest part of rodeo. How many people now from TV and stuff see you and root for you and get excited for you? And I think that when I did that in the short round, it, it really brought a lot to breakaway that maybe – I mean, we need it. Like, we love this. We, we have fun. It's enthusiastic. I know some committee people message me, we're having a breakaway now. You are awesome. Mm-hmm. And just because I showed the love that I have for the sport, that's all I did. I showed my enthusiasm for the fact that I just kicked butt at Reno and won the whole damn thing. You know what I mean? Like, it was, uh, it was surreal that it happened, but it was so fun and so cool, and I was in the moment just having a blast. And that's what it is. I I'm, a, I'm still a big kid. I, it was That was probably one of the coolest experiences. I almost got teared up right here talking to you about it. But what a blessing that was for me and, and I think for the whole sport to break away. Like people got to see that, man, these girls are excited. They really, I mean, I, I was. I was genuinely so excited to win that rodeo that it was, and some of the pictures that the photographers caught were absolutely amazing. And two of them, I guess it was, it's been their most liked photo they've ever had. So it's kind of cool But that, that brought some light, a good light on the breakaway roping. I just got chills when you were talking about that. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you, I, I cannot even explain the feeling to you of how cool that was for me. I mean, I was in the middle of the damn arena, and I'd already, the crowd had already cheered for me when I won, it was too flat, that one out really loud, but they just loved on me. I mean, like, the people, it was so loud in there when they were cheering for me. It was crazy. I, I, I didn't, I mean, I know they cheered for other people, but the other events were like, holy crap, JJ, you just fired us up. You know, the barrel racers were like, oh my God, that's the coolest thing. And I was just being me. Like, how cool is it you win Reno? And everybody's out there, and I know they're thankful. They're excited because you are. But not to share with the crowd that you are that excited, I think it's kind of, I, I just feel like you need to. Like, they're watching us. Most of the people donate money to us. Show them you like it. Like, this is cool as hell. Like, I'm the first person who ever won this first. Like, I'm the first person to ever do this. Like, I was generally, yeah, it was exciting. It really was pretty damn thrilling for me and kind of set, I don't know. It just, I have a lot of fans because of Reno, to be honest with you. The people see me everywhere. And to the, I mean, that was a year ago, and they still tell you, wow, that Reno was so awesome when I see them. So I think it left an impression on a lot of people and, and did a lot for me and, and the sport to break away. I love that. What is the story behind the purple hat? Um, well, purple is like the color of my business and, and the name, and, and purple it's about power and royalty and so it's been my favorite color a long time and i wanted a purple hat and i know i mean people recognize me from that hat and if i go places in the summer and have a straw hat on i get where's your hat jj we want to see your hat where's your hat and so it's just it's kind of my thing now i just love purple and i got the hat and it's just it's jj that's awesome so another thing i think is really cool is and, and for people that don't know you, like, you are one of the kindest people ever, but you are also extremely confident, and I don't feel like you try to hide your confidence. 
So what is your thinking behind that, I guess? I don't know the best way to ask that, but. Well, I mean, I've always said if you don't believe in yourself, who's going to believe in you? And so I try to tell people you have to believe in yourself and you have to believe in your ability to do this. Um, I don't think in any way that I'm cocky. I don't think I, I, I'm not. I, I try, Like you said, I try to help everybody. If I see somebody struggling, I'm going to them to give them some kind, encouraging words because I know how it is to struggle. It sucks. And a kind word from somebody goes a long ways. Um, and my dad, my dad, I mean, my mom and dad taught me that. Like we try to help people and I try to help people and I don't want people to think I'm, I know it all because I'm not, but I do, I'm an encourager and I've always been that way. No matter what I'm doing, I encourage people and I want them to be better at whatever they're doing, but I still know I can do it. And, uh, I I just, I I don't know. I believe in myself and I don't being down in the dumps and being defeated is just God not intend us. We're not defeated people and winning in the arena doesn't define you as being defeated or not. Yeah. You want to win. I always want to win, but I am not defeated because I don't do good. That is not what makes me or who I am. And if people think that's it, then they don't really know JJ. That's awesome. Yeah, I noticed in Stephenville, you know, we had the whole bubble race going on, and you were set because you won Omaha, made an awesome run there, and Danny Lohman was 1.8 at Stephenville, and I noticed you were the first one there cheering for her, clapping. It was, like, such a great moment for all the breakaway ropers, I felt like. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, it is good. You have to, I mean, when you win, people love on you, and and when they win, you love on them. I made, I made a lot of friends. Another girl that made this, I mean, she made a killer run. This was last year. I went, after she wrote, I was some, I don't know where I was at, but I went in the rain and I high-fived her, and that girl is now one of my dear friends. But it's because when someone does good, they deserve to be told they did good. I mean, I'm not too proud not to go tell somebody they did good. And when you make a badass run, you make a badass run, and you should you should hear you made a badass run. And I, I think that's just part of, I mean, I think that's part of being a winner. If you're a winner, you go tell people they did good. That's awesome. So how do you, if you go through a period where you're not winning, things aren't going great, how do you kind of pull yourself out of that and get back on top? I fired at them again. I don't, (laughs) I never back down from what I do. And this summer was, it was kind of brutal. Um, I wouldn't get along with my horse. Nothing was going right. Um, I have a bad knee that I probably need to have replaced. And I don't know that I'm older and slower and not as strong or if that knee had anything to do it I really don't know but I'm just telling you it was it was a rough summer I didn't win a lot I flew home and won mesquite one time it was about the only thing I won until we went to Ellensburg and um I never really I don't I never really won a rodeo like I, I haven't done as good as I thought so I got back on Millie I've been winning a little more but I'm gonna fire at you no matter how many I miss and I'm going for first no matter how many I miss and I don't how many that is? I mean, one time it's 19 in a row, but the 20th one I won first. So I just know that I'm going to – when I catch, I'm going to win, and I'm not backing down for what J.J. does. And that is the one thing that I don't know, God bless me, but mentally I, I'm, I'm pretty tough, and I can take it, and I am not going to back down from you, and I am not going to back down from what J.J. does. And I know eventually it will go on. Yeah, sometimes you – I mean, I get a little down, too, over it, but I, I kept it together this summer and kept fighting through and just knowing that I got to be JJ, do what I do, and fire it at them, and there you go. Where did that mindset come from? Like, were you were you that confident as a kid, or did that grow as you got older? No, I, I think I've kind of had that little tenacity since I was a little kid, because 
I, I was real hard-headed, and I got my butt beat a lot. <laughs> and they would tell me not to do something, and I'd be like, no, hell no, I'm doing it. I just never have been one when you tell me you can't do that. When someone tells me I can't do that, whether it's roping or real estate, you better bet your ass it's fixing to be done because I'm going to do it, and I'm going to find a way to get it done. And not, I just have that. I mean, the harder the stuff gets, the more challenges it gets, the harder I try. I don't... God bless me with with something like that, and I'm I just I've been that way a long time, and it is hard. Like I'm trying to teach my son this stuff. Like you, you don't get down because you mess up. You just dig deeper and try harder, and don't let anybody think you can't do it. And it's he isn't as uh, he doesn't have that as much as I do. I mean, and I I don't know that I'm going to be able to teach him. I hope he figures it out and gets more confidence because it's a. Uh, you know, I get, I get through a lot of things easier because I, I have I have this mentality and I think this way. Um, but I don't know. A lot of people don't have it. Awesome. Um, sorry, my mom was calling through. I had to. <laughs> oh, it's no big deal. I, don't, I know it's a tough one to try to tell people, mm-hmm. like, you know, and, and, like, when people come give me lessons, I don't really pick up. Or I come, come over and help people rope. I don't really pick apart their roping. Yeah, I help them with their riding and, and do some things with their roping. But when they leave my house, they think they can rope. And if they don't, they don't listen to what I was telling them. But most people leave my house smiling and happy that they came because they feel better about roping. And they usually go win something or catch their kids because when they leave there, they believe they can. And that's, that's half the battle. I, my, my brother uh, wrote better than me. But my brother didn't have the same mentality I had. I, I didn't care if I missed, and I figured out how to win. And he wrote better than me, but he didn't quite have it mentally. So it's kind of, you know, it's a little bit of all of it. Awesome. So the last couple of years, kind of being out on the road, what are some things that you're excited for for the sport? And what are some things that I guess have stuck out over the last few years with you guys being on the Pro Rodeo Trail? No, it's, it's really nice to get to rodeo with, with the people that you grew up rodeoing with. I mean, I've rodeoed amateur with all these people, and I have made so many new friends um, through different events um, across the spectrum that it is just freaking awesome. Uh, I think the people are the best thing about rodeo. I do not like being gone for three months. It's terrible when you have a child, and now he ropes, and I can't take away from him. Uh, and I... The only thing I think is we've got to get the sport where our finals pay better because we're rodeoing and going to more rodeos than most men because they have a count and we don't. And mm-hmm. we at the end of the rainbow, there's not the money for us. So we got to do something about that, and I know it takes time, but 5000 around compared to 30000 around is a, is a huge gap. Mm-hmm. You're not going to make up what most girls lo- what we lost this summer, and that, that to me is what we got to get better on. The rodeos are getting great. The committees are awesome to us. I mean, that's coming, and that's coming really well. I think the end prize has to be better. I think that's a really, really good way to break it down. I really do. No, um, I mean, that's it. This yeah. is not – they've got to do better. We are putting in the numbers. The people show up. We do things. We we are the biggest event. Maybe Bell Racing beats us. We are the biggest event. They can do better than 5,000 around at the NFR. And like you said, the girls that are winning out there are still in the hole. Am I correct on that? What? With diesel as hot as it is? Yes. I mean, there's no way you could come out. If I didn't have this business, I, I probably wouldn't be able to afford to do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's tough. And that's the thing I think all these women are athletes. They're amazing athletes. This is a tough group of women, but we show up. 
we show up, we're faithful. They need to give us more money. And if there's somebody out there listening that has money that would like to donate and help <laughs> sponsor some of this that has money laying around, it, it would it would not go unnoticed, and we would be grateful and thankful for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a rope, and I had twenty thousand. I'm still having. I'm the Texas Circuit Director. I, I had to ask people for money to come up with money, so we had equal added money at the circuit finals. We just, it's not there as a group for us yet. Not, no other circuits are in the same boat we are, but there's people out there that stepped up and helped us, and I appreciate every one of y'all, but that's that's where we're at. We need the money. If we're going to rodeo as hard as everybody else, we deserve the same payout. I, I would love to rope the Thomas and Mac, but that's not the end game for me. We can rope anywhere you want as long as you pay us more. Mm-hmm. I'm good with it. Thomas and Mac's the end game. I get it. But right now, we need more money. And if that's roping at South Point for more money, more than 5000 around, I'm game. I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. And you guys, you kind of headed that up last year for circuit finals also to get equal money, correct? Oh, yeah. Yep. yep. We did the same thing. And I don't mind. I mean, I, I, I don't mind helping or asking. And people have been very gracious with their money and their time. But still, you know, it's, mm-hmm. they should be. I mean, our numbers are bigger than anybody. Yeah, you guys are paying the entry fees. That's for dang sure. Well, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, JJ, what else do you want to make sure that people know about your story or want to take away from your experience in Breakaway? Oh, man. Breakaway is just giving me a – I mean, I, I love the sport. Um, you know, I put on a roping to give back to our sport um, because my dad loved – my, my dad loved break. He loved rodeo, and he wanted women to rope for more money. I, pretty much, I think what you know is what you see is what you get at JJ, and mm-hmm. that, that's probably it. I am what I am. I'm going to be the same whether you see me today, tomorrow, Las Vegas, wherever. I'm just JJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I was a uh, same thing at Stephenville when I was kind of creeping around on you guys with my camera. And I was huh? like, you're the most fun to take fun, like take pictures of and stuff because you're always smiling. And you're like, what do you want me to do, look mad? <laughs> Well, well, I know. I mean, I, I'm I, I, I'm happy. I, yeah. I, I get serious when I wrote. People are like, you mad? No, because when I'm thinking or I'm serious, I, I have that look on my face. But man, Oh, no, that I, game I, face. I, like, I saw it. When you went to back in the box, it was like, whew, and I was like, oh, JJ has been activated. Yes, that's it. <laughs> I mean, what, what this guy used to tell me, I'd be out in the arena laughing, and when I swung my rope and I turned the box, I just, my demeanor changed. It was funny, and I never even thought I did that. But I was like... It's, it's funny what people notice and, and see about you, and, and it cracks me up. But it's all good. Awesome. Well, JJ, I am so glad I finally got to talk to you. I feel like we've been going so many directions. Um, hey, what are you sure. – are you kind of relaxing before the finals, or what have you been doing to get ready to go out there? Well, um, I have two new horses that I've been riding, um, and actually my son started team roping, so we've been, we just practiced, and actually last night we went over to Marty's and we team roped, and he doesn't have lights, so <laughs> I said, well, let's rope cans, like, it's getting dark, so we, we started roping, <laughs> and we had a blast, like, it was dark, you couldn't see, so we turned the Polaris lights on in the arena, and we had a truck sitting out there, and we were in the box roping these cans, and my son even said, Mom, it's, or he was asking my mom because she was out there helping. Is there a calf in the chute? It was so dark <laughs> in the chute, we couldn't even see the calves. And then we wrote, but I'm, I don't know that I've laughed that much in a long time. Like we had a blast. We were just cutting up, having fun, roping in the damn dark. So I don't know. Sometimes you just gotta have fun, and that's that's what we've been doing since my son's been team roping. And of course, I I love to practice, and I'm trying to just rope on one horse and not not wear myself out. But 
How old is I'm your basically, son? I'm basically having a fun, a fun because this summer was grueling and hard and a long time. And I'm back home with my kid, and we're just, we're having a blast. And I'm I'm trying to make it fun for him because he he gets kind of down if he doesn't do good or miss. And I, I don't want it to be that way. This is supposed to be fun, and we need to have a good time doing it. How old is your son? He's 13. I gotcha. Yeah, he's been on only rope in like three years, and um, yeah, but it's really been fun. So we had a really good time practicing at Marty's last night. So basically, I'm home having a damn good time and working. I love that. And then, yeah. um, are you guys going to be able to hit any other ropings while you're out there? Are you going to team rope or anything out there? Well, I'm not going to team rope. I've I decided not to. My son's in quite a bit of things. So okay. I, I, since I've missed him all summer, my goal, I'm really almost glad this is before because it will not interfere with any of his stuff. Mm-hmm. And I haven't decided if I'm going to go to one rope at night. It kind of depends. I, I really don't want to miss my son's stuff. So I'm not sure how much I'm going to make. Gotcha. Like I said, I'm so glad I got to talk to you. This was really fun. I've been wanting to have you on the podcast like since I started because I feel like your energy is just amazing. Um, so I was excited to do this. <laughs> well, good. Well, I'm glad you are. You call me anytime. We'll get after it again. How's that? <laughs> All right. Perfect, JJ. Oh, you have a good day, girl. Hey, good you too. To you. Thanks. All right, bye-bye. I told you guys that was going to be fun. Have I ever lied to you? <laughs> if you guys want to read more about JJ and the other NFBR qualifiers and even how you can get tickets to the NFBR, you can find all that information on breakawayyouropenjournal.com. And as always, we are keeping you guys in the know on all of our social media channels, on recent events in the sport, and more. Now, if you want to learn from JJ herself, we've got an entire series with her on breakawayroping.com, and if you use the code BREAKDOWN15, you can get 15% off. If you're in the market for a new rope, make sure to check out fastbackropes.com. And if nothing else, give them a follow on social media. Let them know that you are thankful they are helping bring the breakdown. And, I mean, more JJ to you. That's all I've got for today, you guys. But we've got more interviews coming up with other NFBR qualifiers and some really exciting conversations with some of your favorite ladies in the sport. Thanks again, you guys, and have a wonderful week.